Hello, this is Meghnad from NewsLaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, November 1st and the year 2019 is now 83% complete. Congratulations for making it this far. The big news of the day comes from Delhi where a public health emergency has been declared due to deteriorating air quality. This unprecedented public health emergency has been declared in Delhi and nearby areas by the pollution control body mandated by the Supreme Court. Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal tweeted that schools will remain closed till 5th of this month. Schools in the capital have also been asked to stop all outdoor activities and sports to minimize exposure of children to pollution. The Environment Pollution Prevention and Control Authority EPCA has also banned construction activity till November 5th as the pollution level in the region entered the severe plus or emergency category. Kejriwal has described the city as a gas chamber while distributing masks to school children. He also blamed the neighboring states of Haryana and Punjab where thousands of farmers at this time of the year burn crop stubble sending vast clouds of smoke drifting across northern india on the other hand union environment minister prakash javdekar accused mr kejriwal of playing blame game over rising pollution levels in the city state and said blaming punjab and haryana will not solve the problem he said quote instead of blaming punjab and haryana he would think about modi ji's proposal to curb pollutants produced by industries in five states near delhi unquote Thank God for these politicians who care so much about the air that is going into our lungs and not turning it into some sort of a political blame game. Yeah, that was me being sarcastic if you missed that. Right now while I record this the air quality index is showing a number of 517 right where I'm sitting in South Delhi. Basically, we are all so so screwed. But thanks to your subscriptions, we got some air filters installed last week in our office. So thank you for supporting us and our lungs. This is much appreciated. Like quite literally by subscribing to News Laundry, you are saving lives. So please keep subscribing. Several hundred people took to the streets of Kargil in the newly formed Union Territory of Ladakh to protest against the August 5th decision to bifurcate the state of Jammu and Kashmir and read down Article 370. October 31st was the third day of strikes in the region located close to the line of control. All the markets in the town of Kargil and Dras remained shut. Protesters marched onto the street with black flags in hand marking October 31st the day the bifurcation takes effect as a black day. The decision to bifurcate JNK received mixed reactions in the new union territory of Ladakh which comprises two districts Kargil and Leh. In Leh the decision has been welcomed with caveats as the Buddhist majority district has been demanding that Ladakh be administered by the center since 1949. On the other hand Muslim majority Kargil has never wished to be separated from Jammu and Kashmir. The Joint Action Committee of Kargil which comprises several social religious and political organizations has met with representatives of the state of JNK and the center and expressed their reservations. Now they have begun protesting the government's and administration's inaction on those demands. Those demands include one safeguarding locals jobs and land to renaming the union territory to leh and kargil and three the granting of legislative authority to the autonomous hill council 
a farmer from Bead district in Maharashtra wants to be the chief minister till the ruling BJP and Shiv Sena resolve their differences over power sharing and formation of the next government. Shrikant Vishnu Gadare, a resident of Vadamauli in Kej Taluka, has expressed this wish in a letter submitted to the office of Bead Collector. He wrote in the letter, quote, The Shiv Sena and the BJP are yet to resolve their issue regarding the post of Chief Minister, which was raised after 2019 Assembly election results. Natural calamities, unseasonal rains, have hampered ready-to-harvest crops in the state. The farmers are tense over these calamities. At a time when farmers are suffering, the Shiv Sena and the BJP are unable to resolve the issue of holding Chief Minister's post. Hence, Till the issue is resolved, the governor should hand over the responsibility of chief minister's post to me. I will solve the problems of farmers and give them justice. Unquote. Gadare also wrote that if the administration does not take note of his letter, he would protest through democratic means. Meanwhile, the Shiv Sena is still insisting for the post of chief minister for 2.5 years and 50-50 division of portfolios. Both these demands have been rejected by the BJP, which has insisted that Chief Minister Devendra Fadnavis will continue in the post for the next five years. Seems like Shrikant Vishnu Gadare is our only option now. Make him the Chief Minister already. President Donald Trump, a lifelong New Yorker, has changed his primary residence to Florida. This is being seen as a move that could benefit his re-election campaign and his tax bill. The president said in a declaration of domicile filed in Palm Beach County, Florida, that he has become a, quote, bona fide resident of the state of Florida, residing at his Mar-a-Lago resort in Palm Beach, unquote. The White House did not respond to questions about why the Trumps made the change. Meanwhile, his impeachment inquiry has crossed another milestone as the US House of Representatives voted to approve the process to impeach President Donald Trump. This is the third time in the history of the United States of America that an impeachment of a president is taking place. The 435-member lower chamber of the US Congress passed the measure establishing rules for open hearings and the questioning of witnesses by members and staff by 232 yes votes and 196 no votes. In the 100-member Senate, Trump's Republican Party enjoys majority with 53 seats and the Democrats have 47 seats. Given the current composition of the US Congress, the impeachment process is likely to sail through the Democratic-controlled House of Representatives and unlikely to be passed by the GOP-majority Senate. Android users might want to check their phones and make sure there aren't any unfamiliar programs. That's because X-Helper, an Android malware program, may have silently found its way on your phone and it's nearly impossible to uninstall. According to a blog post from Semantic, the X-Helper malware may have found its way onto 45,000 phones, with a majority of them being in Russia, India and the US. However, since the malware seems to install itself so sneakily, even Canadian Android users should check their phone for any unfamiliar programs. According to Malwarebytes, the app can be downloaded as either full stealth or semi-stealth. In either case, the app does not create an icon or a shortcut. So it will not be immediately apparent that it has even found its way into your phone. The only real difference is that you might start seeing notification icons trying to take you to game sites from the semi-stealth variant. 
Users have reported that the malware can't be removed even through a factory reset. In any case, it is recommended that Android users make sure their phone's software is up to date and they only download apps from trusted sources and that they install a security app. Backing up your phone is always a good idea. And now for some stuff you should most definitely check out on newslaundry.com. Last weekend on Diwali, I was browsing through news channels and I stopped on Z News. Something weird was going down. A few people dressed as Ram, Sita, Lakshman and Hanuman were prancing around the stage in front of a few panelists. After some time, I realized that this debate was being literally moderated by a dude dressed as God, which is Shri Ram. I've written a piece on this on newslaundry.com, giving you a blow-by-blow account of how this quote-unquote debate show was being conducted. At first it seemed funny but then later you see how this is just insidious majoritarian propaganda masquerading as news. You should also check out the awful and awesome entertainment rap podcast where Abhinandan Sekri and Rajeshree Sen review Sandki Ark and David Letterman's interview with Shahrukh Khan. Rajeshree was not happy with SRK after she saw the interview. Being an SRK fan myself, I take offense. I thought he was glorious. SRK fans do listen to the podcast and tell Rajeshree what you thought about the interview too. And as always, please do subscribe to News Laundry. Go to newslaundry.com, click on the red subscribe button, pick an amount and pay to keep news free. Keep independent media alive and as I mentioned earlier, keep people alive by saving their lungs in this blasted Delhi air. That's all the news I have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please.